And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Except for the basketball team. Yeah, Colorado. Really? And the women lost this past week. I mean, we beat Gonzaga in a scrimmage. Well, let's not quit. <laughs> Still a game. Still hey, a listen, game. we're going to cheer for the Vols no matter what. Uh, I do feel like the <laughs> basketball teams have not gotten off quite to the hot start that we were hoping for, but the football team has come back yeah. with a vengeance. And here's the thing with <clears throat> with basketball and baseball both. There's so many games. It's a long season. Football, you lose one game, it changes everything. Correct. Basketball, baseball, it's like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll get this. Absolutely. Uh, but my goodness, 66 points against Missouri. Are they going to have a hangover over Georgia? <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> so stop it. Oh. You know what? You know what irked me about that game, though. Well, tell me. First I feel off, like you were going to, no matter what. I am. Yeah. First off, the the particular announce announcers, yes. uh, the t- the duo. Yes, CBS. Uh, not a fan of who was doing our game. Yeah. First off, and not because of the things they were saying, like oh, you know, they they got it out for us. They just struggled to me, hmm. and they get paid big bucks. I'm assuming. Yeah. And they just, there was moments of, uh, what's the coaches? That one of them was a coach. Rick Newhouse. Coach. Yeah. Rick Newhouse just had some struggles. Not like Fetterman level struggles, yeah. but, but struggles. <laughs> and so, uh, but then the one thing that, that bothered me is when you, when you look at what the, the playoff committee, uh, what a dumb committee, but okay, we have a playoff committee and they were looking and they were saying, you know, Oregon's loss, very similar to Tennessee's loss against Georgia. It wasn't at no, all. We didn't no. get stomped right. uh, in Georgia. Uh, well, Oregon, we did get stomped. It's we, just the point differential is the quite point, different. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm meaning. And then uh, and then throughout the game, they're saying, look, the committee's watching. you got to prove to the committee that you're, you bounced back from Georgia. And then we're right there at the end, and – and, and the whole time they're saying, you know, this high octane offense, it's unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that is why we can't stop scoring. Right. And, and it should be noted that we scored two late touchdowns with backups. Yes. And, and, and so they were like, well, I don't know. Might have, should have took the victory formation. You just got through saying the committee's <laughs> watching. What do you want us to do? And then Here's- I saw, I saw Hypo, uh, at the end. When they shook hands with the coaches, he put his hand yeah, over his mouth. Yeah. He was telling, he was probably yeah. saying, look, nothing, I didn't mean on. anything yep. by it, but we need to score. And I would appreciate, I mean, I would just note that I really appreciate a Drinkwitz. I think that's his last name. Drinkwitz, actually. I think everyone kind of throws an extra yeah, syllable yeah. in there, but, uh, he, uh, he just said that's, that's like, you know, like that's their decision. Like I, I got no problem with that, what they do. And so it was like, yeah. good for you, man. Well, and, you. and, and if the committee watches that and goes, well, we're not going to get, I'm doing a lot of voices today. I don't know if you're picking up on that. <laughs> I have noticed. But if, if the committee's watching that and they say, oh, well, they scored a late touchdown. We got to give them a, a X. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's not happening. And I will say this last year at the beginning of the season, Milton concerned me a bit. He was overthrowing everybody. Sure. That dude. He is a, is cannon. that guy. He it, is a cannon. He, he went three for three, what, two touchdowns? Yes. And, uh, one of them was, I don't know, 105 yards, it seemed like. <laughs> he throws he did the throw ball. throw one ball basically 70 yards. He throws the a, ball line. with ease. And the fact that I was looking at the, we were, we were watching it at my father-in-law's 
And I said, if he were on any other team in the country, he would be the guy and yeah. might even be like, like the guy in the country. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I know we got a big quarterback recruit coming in, but I would love to see a full season with Milton. I think, and I know I don't need to look past Hooker and Hooker's had a great, great season and all that. Uh, but Milton is going to be so much well, fun. Let's just to watch. put it this way. We're in a good spot. You're in a Incredible really good spot, spot when you have a kid that, is as mature, I mean, just even the way that he's handled yep. being benched. He's the roommate of him. That's Hooker. another thing. Like there, he, yeah, I mean, there, he's so seen good. it. He's learned it. You know, he, he's mature. He's got obviously the physical gifts. I mean, he went on a little scramble and lowered his shoulder and you're like, man, bless the guy that is just, which, this, which I will say he this. does need to, that's how he got hurt last, yeah, last year. Sure. So there is going to need to be, hey, now I'm not telling you to slide. I don't want you to do that. Right. But let's not yeah. turn into a linebacker right. uh, with so, the ball. And then you do have a five-star quarterback that's sitting right there, uh, yeah. you know, that can, that they if, can learn if, under if he had to yeah. get thrown into the mix, probably a pretty good option. Um, but ideally, just learns for a great year and, you know, who knows. But I, I've never, you know, in years past, like when we had Garantano and – those things, and you were like, put in the backup, and then you put in the backup, and you're like, well, I thought no one could do worse, but here we are. <laughs> this, we're at a different spot where we're like, I'm just, when, when Milton puts that helmet on, I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, we're about exciting. to go, we're about to throw it really far. And yeah. it's so much fun to watch, and we're leading the country in offense, and then they, they put up that stat of everywhere Hypel is gone, he, the first year has been good offense. Second year, he's been top in the country. Yeah. Close, you know, top five, top 10 in the country. Yeah, it's pretty great. His offense is insane. It's a, it's fun. It is a fun style of football to watch if you're a UT fan. If yes. you're a Missouri fan, Not was that fun? fun? No. 13th ranked fun. defense in the nation. Yeah. And we scored 66 points on them. Yeah. Come on. Come on now. Yeah. I like it. So, um, you did a little travel this past weekend. Yep. yep. Went to Livingston. Yeah. No rodeos. Nope. No, no rodeos. Uh, there was no uh, county fairs. No, nope. I will say this though. We went to, uh, so there was one day we went to Aaron's grandmother's house and the kids stayed with my father-in-law, mother-in-law, or stepmother-in-law. And, uh, I get home and Summer meets me at the door and she says, Daddy, we're watching Westerns. And I was like, yes. Yes. That's my, yes. that's my girl. I, and so um, she was, she was loving it. And then, Yesterday, before we came home, we were watching a Western, and one of the cowboys had a guitar, and he was singing. And I went, man, that voice sounds so familiar. Who is that voice? Then he started talking in another scene, and I went, is that Burl Ives? And everybody was like, no, it's not Burl Ives. And I was like, that is the voice of in the Rudolph. I'm telling you all, that's the voice. And uh, Grandma came in, and she went, yes, that's Burl Ives. And I was like, yes, it is. I could have closed my, it sounded like the snowman and Rudolph's, you know, scooting in the snow, singing Burl Ives in a Western back in the day. I need to let you know of a development that's happened in the Hazel. Okay. So uh, as as our listeners may know, we have three boys. They're all very unique in personality uh, in, in, I feel like. You know, just as with all of our children, sure. they have different uh, traits that they draw more from me and certain traits that they draw more from Carrie. And uh, and I feel, I, I've mentioned this to you, you know, because we, we kind of play off of, even though, um, 
you know, I do have I do have plenty of of rural sure. heritage. And let's know. be let's be real too. You you are from Tennessee, so correct? I didn't grow so, up in the Bronx. Yes, but that, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I have pl- plenty of rural heritage. Um, I did grow up, however, in sure. Farragut. Yeah. Uh, and you did not. No. Nope. And so we kind of play yeah. with that a little bit. But my middle son is, is so, so desperately wanting to be an outdoorsman. Okay. And what I mean, yeah, I mean, went like, fly like a hunter. Once, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah several yeah, yeah. times. Yep. Like a hunter, fisherman. That's awesome. Just an outdoor kind of a, honestly, just like a, like a country kid. Come I know on. that, I, you know, no, just, that's just who he wants to be. And, um, and I love it. And I just, you know, and so we're fully embracing yeah. all that and trying to give him opportunities. I feel bad for him because I'm his dad. <laughs> sure. You know, like, oh man, sorry, but, yeah. you know, uh, <clears throat> but he just declared that he likes country music. Come on. Yes. And so yes. I downloaded some country music options for him. Which ones you download? Uh, I downloaded some like Morgan Wallen, yeah, some stuff yep, like that, you yep, know. Good. And um, and I'm just gonna tell you, that's rough. That's <laughs> rough. That's rough. So not your thing. Uh, huh? Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I actually will say, there's a few of those songs. In yeah. fact, even from Morgan Wallen, they're like, oh, that's sure. catchy. You know, sure. some of them have themes that yeah, you yeah, you're are like, I don't know if I need to hear yeah. that much about whiskey. Uh, it is a lot. All, uh, all of that stuff. It but, is a lot. But man, um. His latest song is called You Proof. I yes, need something you correct. proof. Yeah. I and need something you proof. Here's the thing. We're driving home last night and, uh, and this may be a indictment on my parenting. Uh, but Charlie is listening and she goes, I know two songs. You Proof by Morgan Wilder. <laughs> and it was so, I was like, Oh boy. Yep. Oh yep, boy. That's my yeah, girl. I don't know for whatever reason. It's, it's, it's just the sound. It's not even because, listen, like you listen to any pop lyric sure. or anything yeah, yeah. else. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, my yeah, gosh, yeah. it's all so questionable, you know. Yeah. And we do listen to a, a lot of, you know, worship music and things that's sure. in our home and a lot of classics and, you know, all that stuff. But for whatever reason, it just doesn't, it just doesn't <laughs> resonate with me. But you Henley, know, man, he loves it. It's so interesting because it. country music uh, resonates with me so much. Yeah. And I, I think it's the... Uh, we were listening to what I like about it. When the kids listen to it, they'll say, what does he mean by that? Right. Uh, for instance, we were watching the CMAs the other night and Carrie Underwood has a new song called I hate my heart. Hmm. And so Evelyn okay. was like, why is she saying she hates her heart? What does she mean by that? And so it was her heart's been broken. She hates the way she feels right now. So you, it's an interesting dynamic of hearing the kids hear words that we just take for granted. Like, oh, yeah, we know what they're talking about. And they, like, go, well, hold on. What does he mean by you proof? Yeah. What does he mean by drinking her away? <laughs> and so and then it's like, oh, well, this is a teachable, a teachable moment. Uh, and then there's one song called... Uh, don't come looking, you know, if I, if I don't come back, don't come looking. And so last night, Charlie was like, what does he mean? Like if he's lost, wouldn't you want somebody to come looking? He's like, no, he wants to be alone and left by himself. He wants some me time. He wants to, he wants people to quit bothering him. Did and you, it, did and you his summer's like, oh, so it's you, daddy. It's you. That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> did you all have this discussion like after like, you know, evening devotion. <laughs> yes. Is what you done. Yeah, of course. Good. Of good. course we so, did. So, yeah. No, like I said, listen, I mean, I, again, obviously we, 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 uh, 
recognize the value of teaching our kids in all different ways. But man, uh, just some of it. I'm like, I just, I just can't get into it. I, I mean, I love my dog. I truly love my dog. Yeah. I, my dog slept yep. in between Carrie and I in the bed last night. Yeah. And at one point, this is a true story because we run a, like a, not a box fan, but like, yeah, a, sure. uh, I don't know, a, you know, a, a, a fan that's rotating and stuff. And, um, just for noise and air movement and everything else. And I thought it's a little cold in here because, you know, it's been yeah. cold this week. I truly got up, went to the den and got our dog, Ollie, his little <clears throat> blanket. And got it, <laughs> laid back down, and threw it over him. Come on, because so you I, thought he was cold. So yeah. I love my dog. Yeah, yeah. I you just don't, don't sing need about to have it. songs yeah, about him. I would disagree. <laughs> you know, we were, we were. I, I have driven. I drive a 2006. This may be too much information. I drive a 2006 King Ranch. F1 King Ranch. Ranch. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. King Ranch yeah. is. And yet, I still, is the cattleman truck. And yet, I still feel no need. See, to have a song about it. I don't understand that. That makes that makes literally zero sense to me. Zero sense to me. Oh, I, I hear that music and it takes me back on the back road. Yeah, that's where it takes me. Did you see there Roll was down there was back road? <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. Did you see the? So there was a football game in Germany. Yes. Uh, and it was the Buccaneers and somebody. Yes. Uh. And uh, there was the uh, Seahawks. Yeah, there was a clip where somebody said on Twitter, they said, and they say America has no culture, and the entire stadium in Germany is singing "Country Road, Take Me Home to a Place I Belong," and then when they 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 scream West Virginia, and this is just a bunch of Germans, <laughs> and it's like, do they even know? Yeah, but the entire stadium is singing it word for word, like. Tom Brady's about to snap the ball, and all you hear is, West Virginia! And I thought, this is crazy. This is great. That is the kind of culture we want to take to the world. That. 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 And the gospel. And the gospel. And the gospel. And maybe not in that order. Preferably in the gospel first. Yes. Yes. All right, well, I think you're going to only go up We'll see y'all next week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll We'll be back right after this break. And this stuff will always get me. This is good. How do you not like this? I do like this. Back in Time? Is that... Was that on the soundtrack for Back to the Future? It was. Dave is shaking his head yes. I was just guessing because it makes sense. It's literally saying Back in Time. And uh, we don't have soundtracks anymore, do we? They do. You just never... Used to, it was a big deal. Have you gotten that soundtrack yet? Right. Disney, it was a big deal. Oh, yeah. And uh, Back to the Future, obviously, you know. But now, I don't feel like it's as as big of a thing. I think even just the whole idea of a complete album, it feels a little bit lost. Yeah. Like, there truly is only, like, a handful of artists that, like, I, like, truly enjoy kind of the whole... Yeah. Like Morgan Wallen. I didn't say that. Yeah. But like the like the whole yeah. Dylan Scott did not say that. Okay. But I, you know, like you just really enjoy the yeah. whole no, album. For sure. It just feels like a lot of times, like, all right, download that song, download that song. We're also in a different place. I, I heard a. I was listening to the radio the other day, and uh, the the announcer said, 
Here's the latest from, I think it was Dylan Scott. Here's the latest from Dylan Scott. Uh, in his career, he's had over a billion downloads. Wow. Isn't that wild? Now, and he's not even the biggest star. So no. that I heard that number, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. But, like, there's people that have so much more than that. Yeah. And so we're just at a different place where it used to be like, oh, they sold a million records. Now he's had a billion downloads. Yeah, that's crazy. But then you think back to... Like I would, I wish there was a way to know, like before iPhones and, and smartphones, that people would just like put the cassette in or put the record on. Yeah. I wish there was a way to track. Like, wonder how many spins they got. Yeah, like try to do like apples. It would apples. be interesting uh, you know, to like, know, like, okay, so where does that put? What about Elvis? Right. Like how many, how many streams, quote unquote? And, and really, we could probably even look at the data today, and yep. he probably still has a ton of streams, sure, because he's Elvis, but. But it would be interesting that compared to like I'm just and maybe now we're listening while we drive and, yeah. and while we walk. And you've and got while, a, you've got you know. more of a global audience or just global access. Yeah. To so everything. it would be interesting so, yeah. to to know where does that compare? You know, yeah, cause the Rolling like, Stones are like still touring and they're was, 95 years old. I was old. just looking at something <laughs> just a couple nights ago about um, you know highest subscribers for YouTube channels. Yeah. And you know it was it was interesting because there's several and and I was actually doing like for like American viewers, and yet not all of the channels were hmm. American content creators, right? You know, and so it just again it kind of speaks to today's content and it's out there, and whether they're in Germany or they're in Madrid yeah. or they're in sure. Australia or wherever it may be, you, you can access it. You know, so it would definitely not be 100 percent apples to apples, but it is an interesting thought. Now. Today, I, I, even as I was driving to the studio, okay. I wondered, dare I really get Andrew into this conversation? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. But, and you and I have texted a lot yeah, over have. the last week. Yep. A lot over the last week. Uh, and we, that's not unusual. We yeah, yeah. text a lot about all kinds of different things. But I think it is safe to say uh, that not only... Has the election gone different than we in, than, sure. than 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 most people? Well, there was an election. I didn't yeah. realize there was an election. It went hmm, different than most people anticipated. But let's acknowledge that it was different than how you or I anticipated. Yeah. And so, without getting too deep into the woods or into the weeds here, or the woods, <laughs> or the woods, <laughs> yeah, don't go into the, the forest. <laughs> if I don't come back, don't come looking. That's what. <laughs> Without <laughs> getting too deep into the weeds here, just a general yeah. uh, assessment of kind of what you think happened. I mean, it could just be I mean, maybe more so like how 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 did even pollsters and yeah. kind of experts seemingly miss it in, in such a way that they did? Yeah, I think the the interesting thing you look across the country, Republicans won the popular vote. Now let's just stop there for a second. The Republicans won the popular vote, which in the presidential elections very seldom happens. I think George W. was the last one to do that uh, for a Republican. Yet, they're not going to win the Senate, and they're barely going to win the House. They are going to win the House, but barely. Uh, now, the the thing is, they, they've gotten a lot of trifectas across the country, so meaning House, Senate, governorships across the, the country – Supreme Court and state Supreme Courts changed hands. School boards changed hands. 
like there's there's been a lot of you know we always say politics is local like there there was a lot of movement for the conservative folks locally i think the issue look i could go a lot of different ways and and i'm not going to get into it I, i do think we've seen over the last week or so there's already focus on 2024 and what that means. We've been talking about DeSantis and Trump here for, for yeah. months, but uh, that's the play. Yeah. And I think some people are getting tired of rehashing 2020. Uh, but the reality is the reason why I think we didn't get the wave that we thought. Now, some could argue not, not the greatest of candidates. So, like, even though uh, Fetterman wasn't a great candidate in Pennsylvania, Oz was not that great either and apparently pennsylvanians are like he's from new jersey and so it's like that that's worse than that simple that's worse so it's a very weird thing that we have here but but also 2020 and the the rule changes that were made across the country in some of these states arizona and nevada and some of these others with with ballots and mail-ins and pennsylvania uh that changed everything and i think one thing that the the Democratic Party has always been good at, and, and Obama, you know, kind of tapped into this, is getting the vote out. And um, and when when things shift, they shift. Uh, many in the part in the Republican Party have just been rehashing 2020. Yep. So saying, well, Arizona should have done this and should have done that. Well, Arizona had a Republican legislature that could have at any point changed the election sure. process. Because what Florida did was, we're going to clean up our rolls. We're going to get rid of ballot harvesting. We're going to get rid of mail-in ballots, and we're going to we're going to really have a legit vote. We're going to have voter ID, those type things. And you saw what happened in Florida. I mean, uh, it was just a clean sweep for for everybody. And and so and I think the the electorate, I think those that vote are like, look, 2020 is gone. What are we doing? Quit talking yeah. about it. And if yeah. you're going to talk about that, and you're going to make that your your main uh, talking point. While you're running in 2022, I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. I, and it's not that they went and voted for the other. It's just like, I'm not going to vote for you. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing, when you look at the younger demographic, they are voting heavily uh, for the Democratic Party. The thing that, you know, and I can, you know, we can go back and forth and, and, and the Lord has really like convicted me on a number of things and, and opened my eyes on a number of things. <clears throat> the thing that, that really has, Regardless of what the House and the Senate and White House and all that looks like, the thing that has kind of bugged me more than anything is the deep desire in some of these, in some parts of the country to see abortion, uh, like to, to, to like say things like it's a fundamental right to end the life of my child is just a, yeah. a, a really, gives us a mirror heartbreaking. Uh, it, it's heartbreaking and yep. it shows like we need revival it that this is beyond politics we now have a culture that is celebrating things that aren't just uh questionable but they are just in opposite view of what scripture teaches and what the lord would say and so when we're fighting for things like hey we need to be able to uh you know choose our gender and we need to be able to abort babies all the way up to nine months. And even if we saw in Montana, even if that baby survives, we don't necessarily have to take care of it. Like these type things um, really are more of a heart issue that that's not going to be fixed politically. And so if I could look at the, the whole thing, like my, I'm disappointed with some of the way the elections went, but my biggest disappointment is like, Oh, we, we have a lot of work to do when it comes to the value of life and we're just missing it yeah. as a society. 
Yeah. You know, I, from a very personal perspective, um, so, you know, we, uh, we are actually a, uh, what's the technical word, a polling? No, we are, we're a voting location. Yeah, right, yeah. right, yep. Uh, Shoreline <laughs> is, and um, it's probably not going to remain for too yeah. much longer, uh, mo- mostly uh, because we're going to be doing some things on right. campus, and uh, and so... We had an interesting day, yeah. though, last yeah. week, and uh, I want to share a little bit of just what happened, and more so what I observed just as an everyday citizen yep. who happens to be voting in my same precinct. And I want to share with you how I heard about it. Oh, it's okay. going to be, it's not going to be how you think. I could only imagine. We'll talk more when we come back. Now, is this considered country? I mean, he's talking about saddling horses. No, it is not considered. I mean, Stephen Curtis thought in the '90s. This is this will be. This is a great song. By I the love way. this. It's song. a great song. Old a school. Sun laugh like no other. Yeah, that's Come great. On. That's good stuff. This is a great adventure. Man, he had that solid. hair going, the mullet. Everything. I will say, uh, we were talking about CMAs earlier. Uh, first off, Winona Judd came on. It was a big moment because uh, Naomi passed away yeah. uh, a couple months ago, and and then w- <laughs> Winona to bring some, you know, uh, she didn't mean to do this, but she said, and now the winner of the CMT award. And I was like, oh no, that this is a different award show, different <laughs> award show. And then Ricky Skaggs sang with uh, a friend of yours, Carly Pierce. Not a friend. I mean, uh, y'all are y'all go way back. You were there. She was a college student. Uh, Well, actually, she wasn't a college student. She lived in the community with a bunch of college students. Uh, they were all Belmont students that would come over and eat lunch at our house on That's Sundays. Great. Well, she's had a, she's great. She's done fabulous. Good, great singer, great country artist. Yeah. But Ricky Skaggs sang with her and the uh, one of the uh, singers of the Isaacs, which is a gospel. So it was interesting. And she was she had wrote a song about Loretta Lynn, uh, and Ricky Skaggs, who I love, love him. He's grown his hair out, uh, oh. which is interesting, down to his shoulders. It's all white. Oh. And uh, an observation: the wood kids made was he looked like an old woman and <laughs> kind of like mrs doubtfire a little bit uh not probably the look he wants to go with uh, but it was an interesting look you know and i'm all for embracing the age quit coloring your, like yeah, you know just let your sure. hair go but i'd get a haircut if i were him yeah. uh you guys say you won't do that no yeah. i mean i'll embrace the color let it change yeah, sure but i'm not just gonna grow it no you're gonna I'm still just not gonna let camp. it grow out yeah. yeah yeah but uh love ricky skaggs He's not listening, no. but the wickeds thought he, amazing. They literally said, "Is that a, is that a woman?" Like, thought, stop, stop. Well, in 2020, 2020 in twenty twenty two, you don't know, you know. Wow, but uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah. So, uh, before so the t- break, let's talk about. Let's yeah, talk the about. The break, we were talking about. Um, so again, you know, uh, it, it was interesting. One is. Um, you know, we are a voting location. Mm-hmm. We have been for a few years now. We did that originally with the intention of just trying to be a, a service to the community. Sure. They were struggling with locations. We're in a really central location. Yep. People can get on and off the of Pellissippi Parkway quite easily. And um, and uh, and so we said, listen, it will help let people be aware of who we are, our presence in the community. We want to serve the community. And it's been fine. Um and uh, and yet, like I said, it's probably the end of the road, at least for a while, for for us. Um, now, 
what happened, unfortunately, last Tuesday, is that right? Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Was uh, our machines went down. Of course they did. And don't say our, it wasn't yours. Yeah, to be it very was, clear. Yeah. The machines that were at the yeah. this particular location went down. And they were Dominion. Uh, no, I'm no, 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 no. A joke. And I'm amazing, of course, all the local news wants to <laughs> yeah. identify yeah, yeah. Shoreline Church as like somehow a failure in yeah, the it's your fault. So I am a resident in the community. That seems appropriate. I yeah, pastor in that sure. community, so it is also my area to vote. Yep. Now usually I vote early, but some days I'm like, listen. Or sometimes I'm like, listen. It's just downstairs. I'll just walk down there yep. and vote. I'll see when the line's a little thinner. I'll walk down there. Well, my day ended up getting a little wonky. I really needed just to choose the window I had. So I went down there, and sure enough, I'm down there during this window of time in which everything So you picked the time when it was down. Oh, wow. So I stand in the line for an hour and 50 50 minutes to vote. Man. And I heard a lot of disgruntled people. Sure. I heard a lot of people that were very confused. I had one gentleman Mm. actually said to me, this church should have been more prepared. Oh. And I I turned around Mm. very kindly and graciously said, sir. Get out. You you said that? I did not. Uh, I graciously said to uh, one gentleman, hey, I understand your uh, frustration. I said, I'm, you know, I said, I'm a resident. I live just down the road. I've been here for an hour and a half at this point. And I said, I'm actually the pastor here and we have zero control over this. Right. Like we've, we do. Just gives the venue. We literally just give the venue and that's the legal appropriate yeah. approach to do. And um, <clears throat> so that was unfortunate. Kind of took a black eye for something in an effort just to serve the community. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But man, I'll tell you what, it was so interesting. Like people... There was a lot of people that were quite happy. A lot of people that were cont- It was just so. It, it felt so revealing. How many of America. left? How many left? Uh, a good portion of, of people course. left. Yeah. You know, um, it was just felt so revealing of America because you had some people that were like, "It's okay, relax," like they're doing the best they can, and then you, in the very same line, had people who truly one called the police huh. in an effort to. To well, let me rephrase that. Said the police are on their way. So hmm. I don't know. Right, that could have just. I been don't know a... how that went. Maybe that you know. Maybe it could have been. I, I don't know. And at one point, sure enough, later in the day, I saw there were uh, there was someone there. You know, now maybe they were just to try to make sure in case anybody got ugly or whatever. Maybe. But you know, the reason they're they're saying that with a tone of this is a scene like yeah. there's. Like somebody's trying to rob our vote, I'm being robbed of my right to vote. You're like, like, is it frustrating? You like, you, it does feel a little bit like you had one job. Like, sure. Wait, you've had all these months to prepare. How do the machine? How have the machines not been tested? How well, the machines was, not we, working? We, yeah, there, there's a ton of stuff there. Yeah, you know, neither here nor there. So I can understand a little bit of that frustration, but like it's just this immediate, like someone's out to get me. Yep. America's there's corrupt. no there's no grace. There's yeah. immediately oh it's a you're assuming the worst. Yeah, and you had some people, you had plenty of people sure. that were doing that, that gave you the grace and assumed to the best. And yeah. just like, hey, listen, they're trying their best. And you know, one lady in particular was like, my college daughter is volunteering at another location right now, and she had to be there at 7 a.m. or whatever she said. Yeah. She's going to be there till 9 p.m. She took off class to do that. I mean, it's like awesome. Like, how cool is that? And so you've got just this, just this extremes yeah. of. 
of like understanding and grace and then these extremes of like anger and angst and conspiracy and you're like man like it just felt so it was just a very visible and visual expression of kind of I think where people can be you know well and I think I think there's some look and and I was a political science major I've, I I enjoy politics uh the back and forth and the conversation the debate but I do think there's a <clears throat> I think for some people they they have replaced you know how we we go back and forth with our teams which is more good spirited there's yeah. a few people that take it to the sure. extreme but but when you go and visit you know what you see oftentimes is oh yeah I went to this stadium and they were the fans were so great to me yeah uh even though we we cheer for different teams that's not the case in politics no it is no. not uh hey you know we just are going to agree to disagree it is you hate me and I hate you and you hate everything I believe and stand for and I hate everything you believe and stand for. And so, you know, I, I've been I've been asking this question to a lot of people. A lot, oftentimes you see those bumper stickers that say coexist. Yeah. <clears throat> and and you think like the reality is the, the folks that get those stickers typically lean left, not lean left, but but you know, and the reality is many people don't want to coexist. Right. And, and 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 so it's like, well, so what do we do with that? And then you have this where it's just a, we have been uh, the last two years, three years, four years, maybe, maybe it's been over a decade of just slowly but surely the, the institutions that we have come to know and trust, some of that has eroded. Yeah. And so the, so inst- the institutions <laughs> and the trust. <laughs> and so, yes, and so and so when that when something like this happens, you immediately just assume the worst. Right. And so then you look in Arizona, and and there was like twenty percent of precincts they had troubles with their machines. And then it came out. I mean, that's a lot. And then it yeah. came out. Well, we just we were on the wrong network, and we had to shift something. And it's like, yeah, you, you knew the election was coming. Yeah. And so. It's not necessarily out of ill will. It just may be out but of. But it is. A, it but is, it's a. It's, it's a, frustrating for it's sure. It's frustrating, and then it then it's going with because of our environment. You're going to go. You just don't want to. This yeah. is what we saw two years ago, yeah. and you don't want to. It's a little bit different in Tennessee, but in Arizona, I'm like. Yeah. I mean, no, so so as I was going to tell you, the the way I heard that Shoreline had issues, <laughs> my imagine. mom follows all this stuff. Like yes. she she is very much. Um, paying attention to where there's cheating, quote unquote, or, oh boy. or yeah. all this stuff. And so she sent me a text and it was a picture and it said, look at all the issues going on in Tennessee. And it said Shoreline Church. Oh, and I was like, no. And I just wrote no. back and was like, that's my church. Uh, and she was like, wow. <laughs> and I said, wow. I said, well, I don't, I mean, it's, it, I don't, I don't. And that was the first I'd yeah, heard of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that'll be great Thanksgiving talk uh, as I'm explaining the church that I go to, uh, and, and the pastor that I'm friends with. Vote. And, You're uh, like, no, no, and so it's, it's just a, we're just at a, uh, and, and I know we, we've kind of talked about this over and over and over. Yeah, we are, know. we are at a breaking point and, and, and we, we need to really, uh, cool our jets. I'm, I'm preaching this Sunday. At uh, Cornersville First Baptist, oh, so fun. back in my hometown, and the message that 
I've just, the Lord has really convicted me a lot. And, and Romans 1 keeps coming to my mind. And, and part of that is because I'm like, yeah, give the culture its justice, God. Take them. Yeah. And, and then the other day I was, I was thinking and the Lord kind of brought Jonah to my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I, I read through Jonah and I'm like, Jonah's told to go to Nineveh. He runs. He says, I'm not going. Then he goes to Nineveh and he shares the news with them that God told him to share. They repent and God uh, spares them. And what happens? Jonah gets mad because they didn't get what they deserved. And it's like the Lord said, look in the mirror. What if I gave you what you deserve? That's right. And uh, and it was like, so that's what I'm I'm preaching on this Sunday because we, we need to get to a place where we're going... Yeah, justice, like we all deserve justice, but God saw another way. I so we'll have, talk more uh, when I we have come one back. more Bible story come on. that I want us to talk more about when we get back. So as we finish up today, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. That's good. You know, I, I was we were talking about Jonah before yeah. the break, and this is not necessarily the appropriate exegesis or application of the text but i have thought often about you know there's this passage where in jonah i think it's four or something like that i don't know but you've got um you've got where god provides this this vine that like provides shade shade, and then and then he takes it away he sends a worm to take he takes it away and then jonah is infuriated yep you know and I couldn't help but think a little bit about the Georgia football game a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> like I, it was like, if anyone would have said, hey, you're going to be undefeated. And number one in the country. Number one in the country. Yeah. At this point in the season, you would have been like, yes, nope. yes, yes, thank you, yes. And then immediately we lose. going to take it away And from people me. are like. I knew it. Yep. This is. I knew it. We are who I knew we were. Yep. You're like stop. Yep. Stop. Yeah, we can't be stop. happy. Just, just have. Listen, if we don't win another game this season, and I think we are going oh, to yeah. win several more yeah, games. I sure. think we're going to win at least two more. At least, and you know, probably we'll a third. see. Yeah, maybe four. Yeah, and so you're like, it has been an amazing sure. season. Be thankful for it. You know, I mean, we're we gave up 24 points. To Missouri and people are like, I mean, our defense. And you're like, yeah, they need to be better. Yes, we need better help in the secondary. All this other stuff. You're like, it just feels a little bit like the vine. Yeah, it feels a little bit like just be so thankful for what you got. Well, here's the thing too. We have to think about where we where we've come from. Correct. Okay. So Nineveh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, we are. Over the weekend, Gavin had a sweatshirt on that we we got some furniture from this house uh, last year, like it, like like just a random house. Yeah, just so we uh, we just took it. Uh, no, they were they were having like an estate sale, okay. and so we bought we we. It was one of those situations where I told Aaron make a lowball because I didn't want any of it. Yes, and the people said yes, and mm. then so we got all kinds of furniture. Mm. Uh, but but also they had while we were going through stuff a Tennessee sweatshirt, and we're always looking for sweatshirts and hand me downs. And so I was like, he was like, yeah, we're not going to do anything with it. It is an orange hoodie. It says Tennessee Sugar Bowl. Oh, and it's got 1986. I was going to say 86, right? Tennessee versus Miami. Man. And and Gavin wore it this weekend. And after the game, he's like, take a picture of me, and he put number one up. And uh. And I thought, 
there is a segment of the population that remembers that Tennessee football. Yes. That that was just normal. We would always go to the good bowl. Correct. We would always be in, in for the SEC championship. Like it was just a normal thing. We beat Alabama, all these things. And we're so now my son has like grew up in the hard times and now is getting a taste of like, oh, we can be good. Yeah. We can be relevant. I have had to <laughs> actually convince my kids over the years. It's difficult. Like I'm like, no, I like we're we're a we're a storied program. Yeah. Like we like we're real. Like we're a real program, yeah. you know. Um and so now man, we're just it's like so yeah, listen friends, no matter what happens, yeah. enjoy it. If the vine goes away, yeah. Still blessing. And and, and here's the thing, if the Lord provided the vine, he can he can take it Give away. Give it take it away. Yeah. I mean, and so uh but I would encourage you if you if you find yourself right now going, I'm just mad at everything. I'm just mad at life. I'm mad at the culture. I'm angry. Go read Jonah. Now, now, even go read Romans one. And Romans one is going to get you fired up and go, yes, that is. They're giving themselves over to, to buy, all these things. They're just they're just giving themselves. But but then go read Romans two. Yeah, yeah. Where Paul is like, hey, and y'all are doing it too. Yeah. Like you know, you you want to point your finger and say it's them, it's them. But uh, so when I've been like fired up about Romans one for a while. Yeah. And I haven't read Romans two lately. We're gonna. And the other day, out. I went to Romans two, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's, that's not what I wanted to hear." <laughs> and then, and then you read Jonah, and you're like, "Oh, I don't want to be Jonah, like just angry." And then, you know, the interesting thing about that that whole thing is Jonah is is bringing the word from the Lord to these people. They repent, and and he spares 150 plus thousand people. And instead of Jonah being happy and excited, he's, he's, he's so mad. He's ticked. He's so mad because they should get what they deserve. Yeah. And he's like, see, I should have never came to, to is, Nineveh. This is the reminder for us <clears throat> today is aren't we thankful that we didn't get what we deserve? My goodness. That we've been given grace and mercy. And listen, friends, we talk on this show about anything and everything. And some days it's far from eloquent. And some days our ideas are... Yep. Scattered and probably even some days our ideas are straight wrong. Yeah. But I'll tell you what's not wrong. That is the good news of the gospel. Come on. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And uh, man, we are uh, incredibly thankful. And And that's good news even when the machines break at your church. That's good news. That is true. You should have just started preaching. (laughs) (laughs) That would have made the news, Jason. That that would have made the news. Oh, man. All right, friends. God bless you. If we can ever serve you in any way, let us know. We'll talk to you next week.